0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Coffee Talk with Drea. Today, we're drinking a Alani New Breeze Berry energy drink. I I got coffee today, actually. I got a caramel iced macchiato, but it was way too early, and I'm not drinking the macchiato now, so I might as well just share what I'm drinking right now. Uh, Welcome back. We took a two-week little break, and we're back. We have some guests upcoming these next few weeks. I'm very excited for that. And yeah, let's get started with today's podcast. Okay, guys, so today we have a guest, and her name is Lily, so I'm just going to let her introduce herself.
1: Go on. Hey, guys, I'm Lily. I'm a freshman in college. I'm studying communications right now, and I also make music, and I run a YouTube channel and a SoundCloud on the side, so you guys can find me at Maywa, mm-hmm. that's M-A-E-W-A. On Instagram, I have two underscores. Actually, wait, it's one now. It's one, okay. yep.
0: Maywa, mae E-W-A underscore.
1: Yeah. There. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about yourself? Um, My coffee order is an iced vanilla latte with almond milk. Yes. Okay.
0: And we'll talk about that right after this. So me and Lily met in,
1: uh, I was in 10th grade. It was freshman year for me. So I oh. think it was junior year for you.
0: Yes. Okay. I was a junior and this is when I was going to a different school And yeah, do you want to explain how we met? We
1: basically, like, (laughs) it was kind of weird because Andrea didn't go to my school, but she was friends with everyone at my school. So somehow we ended up following each other on Instagram. And then she went live once and she was talking about someone who I knew. And yeah, we just kind of like connected through our mutual, yeah. yeah, Instagram and like our mutual friends. And then we ended up hanging out. And kind of just like hit it off from there yeah i remember the first time we hung out i walked from my house to
0: school (laughs) to go pick you up even though picking you up i was literally just walking there (laughs) and you
1: walked in the school yeah i just
0: walked right into the school because i live uh, like down the road from it i didn't even go to the school i was just picking her up because we were going to hang out that day and we didn't even we have never met in real life at that point
1: yeah, it was really awkward, and, like, you met me, and the first thing you said was, like, wow, you're really short. Yeah. And, like, everyone knew who you were, though. Like, you were friends with all of the people from my high school, which I think is funny because I wasn't even friends with any of those people who you were friends with. But yeah. somehow, like, we just ended up connecting.
0: Yeah. And me and Lily, our friendship kind of goes around, let's say, boys, relationship problems. Yeah. Anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> uh we
1: have a lot more in common though. But I feel- I think like I don't know, because if you put it that way, it sounds like we (laughs) built a friendship like in an unhealthy way, which in some aspects, yes, it might be true. But like we also had a lot in common when we first like we would take pictures together every single time. Oh, my God. It was a whole ordeal. We would take pictures together like we would be playing ukulele when that was like a thing and trending. You would be drawing like we were also just like really artsy and like creative together. But then eventually, like through different like life changes and stuff like our friendship is kind of like fluctuated based off of like oh you're going through a breakup right now or like just whatever's happening like we kind of have gone in and out but i mean we're back yeah
0: i feel i don't know if everyone else has friendships like this but i saw a tiktok once and it was like after me and my friend have like our yearly break yeah (laughs) and i made a tiktok based off of that too but like Me and Lily have times where we are just not friends for, like, a couple months. Yeah. And then we
1: randomly text each other one day, like, hey. Yeah. How are y'all doing? Yep. Well, (laughs) and I think it's because, like, I don't think it's because we don't want to be friends with each other. I mean, it definitely has been at times. (laughs) But, like, I also just think that, like, you and I, when we are super close, like, we're really, really close. Yeah. So we'll be super close for, like, a few months. And then one of us meets a new guy or, like, meets a new friend. And then we'll kind of, like, get really involved in that. Because both of us, I think, naturally, we like really close connections with people. So I think when we're each other's close connection, it's really, really strong. But then once we find another close connection, we Mm -hmm. kind of, like, drift a little bit.
0: I think that was my first problem with my relationship that I'm in now. Because when me and Lily... Me and Lily had, like, that really strong... Because I had just gotten out of a relationship But me and Lily started becoming way closer because like we said, like anytime something bad happens in our life, we either get really close or like really far apart. And at that point after the breakup, I was getting really close with her. But then I started talking to a new guy and then me and Lily started drifting and then there becomes tension because it's never
1: addressed. And that's what happens, how the break starts is it's never addressed and we just let it go off. But I think this time, like I was thinking about this the other day. Like, this time that we've reconnected, like, where we are now, it's been at a time where, like, both of us already kind of have another person. Like, you have Dylan right now, and Mm -hmm. then I had the guy that I was talking to. So, it's, like, this time us reconnecting wasn't really, like, a codependent, like, yeah, you're going to be my only friend. So, like, Mm -hmm. I think we're at a good spot because, like, we've already, like, figured out, like, we've established, like, our strong relationships Mm -hmm. outside of each other.
0: And I think I stopped labeling people as, like, my best friend. Because... That puts me in a place where I either feel lost without them or, like, just... I don't even know but like that's,
1: sorry because no, that's, okay. that's what we would do like we would label each other as like best friend yeah or, like you're the only person who understands and then like that's when we get really like sensitive to mm-hmm. everything that goes on in the friendship like we just become like really dependent on each other and like walking on eggshells type yeah. thing. which I think this time like our situation yeah it just lines up to be a little bit better
0: and we kind of just address things better especially like if one of us are going through a rough time it's not like a it's not like a who has a harder time in life battle yeah like <laughs> whose problems are worse so like we'll let each other finish sentences and then be like okay are you good mm-hmm. like are we past this or not
1: because yeah. one
0: of us wants to bring something up because there have been times where i was like oh this happened blah 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 and then you're like oh blah 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 as like a response like right. and then you wanted to say something but. We used
1: to be scared of saying something right after. Exactly. And I think now we're a lot more direct with each other. Like the times recently where we have like been going through something or there's like a problem, you'll text me like, hey, I'm going through this, but I don't need advice. I just need this. Or like, I'll tell you something and you'll ask like, do you need advice or do you need this? Because I think before, like we would tell each other our problems and we would either talk about our problem, like the other person's problems too much, or we would like try to help each other to the point where like we just got caught up in like, oh, I want to be there for you to the point where like we started to resent each other almost because then we were like always just helping each other. And it felt like unreciprocated in a way. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think we're a lot more direct with each other now with Mm -hmm. like what we need and everything.
0: And it was just way better to not just be jealous of like each other. Cause I feel like there were times where I was like, Oh, Lily has this person really close in her life. And I'm super jealous because I'm not her best friend anymore, even though we're still close. But the thing is, is we either would just label things off and it was just not the best.
1: I think part of that, too, was just like the high school thing. You know, like that's kind of how every like high school is like super, super clicky. Mm -hmm. But then I got to college and it was like everyone just kind of like coexists and you don't really need to label things anymore. Yeah, because I have my friends that are at like a certain
0: like church that I'm at and like none of my other close friends know them but like they know that they're in my life but I don't label each certain group like, oh, I'm closer to this group than I am with this person.
1: Right, yeah. Like now you just kind of have your pool of people which is really great and it's awesome and like I'm thankful. i don't need to like feel like (laughs) there has to be like this one specific person like i'm not just limited to that because we couldn't
0: even talk about other people it felt like yeah i would like be so scared to tell you if like i was close to someone because it'd be like i don't know it was just like it felt like i didn't want to hurt your feelings and also with dylan i think i just dropped off completely because i was like i don't want to make her upset because i think she was maybe going through a breakup. Yeah. I, it was like was a going weird thing. Yeah. Then. <laughs> She's going through a breakup and I was going through a breakup, but then I was moving on because I had to leave that in the past yeah. and move on. <laughs> and I get into another relationship, Dylan, and I just completely dropped like everyone. Yeah, Like I made, and we all make mistakes. That's the thing here. Like I made a mistake making my boyfriend now my whole entire world not that i'm not saying like i don't love him like with all my heart and Mm -hmm. stuff but like there needs to be room for other people in your life and i
1: always had made the person i was dating or the friend i was with my entire world yeah, and that's exactly how i am and i think because we're so similar in that sense that's why like our friendship felt like it was like revolving around guys so mm-hmm. much because oh we're in a relationship so we're not going to talk yeah. now oh we're going through a breakup i need you so badly yeah. you're the only person who understands <laughs> that's why i don't like so
0: I'd say Lily is probably a closer person in my life right now just because I don't hang out with many people and I pick and choose who I hang out with. And at the time, I had a lot of friends that I could pick and choose from and now I don't have that. And I have kept people that have stayed around for a long time. And I think that's why me and Lily always kind of come back into each other's lives. Yeah. And I think I initiated it this last time. Yeah, you definitely did. I initiated it a couple times. It would happen over like the span of four months yeah i dropped like-, <laughs> like little things i was you like just pop yeah. in and out <laughs> yeah you're like oh my gosh this one event happened in my life and you're like this and i was like how do you know and you're like oh i already saw it and i was like yep yeah so we i think from background like we would see each other from like the stands and be like oh that's happening in their life man i wish i could drop in mm-hmm. but we knew it was time to give it space because we would give each other
1: space then jump right back into our friendship way too quick and like expect everything from each other when one of us like couldn't always give everything yeah
0: and that's what was scary because it was like oh we're becoming friends again does this mean that like I have to drop everything when a problem happens in their life right but it's like we don't mind if it takes a little bit for a response now and we don't like think it's the end of the world. And I don't think when you
1: text me, you're being dramatic or whatever. Right. We kind of just have like ex- accepted, like, I mean, honestly, like this last time that we stopped talking, like I did not think we were going to be yeah, either. So like, I think because of that, because it felt so like ultimatum, like make it or break it. Mm-hmm. I think because we're talking again now after such a like dramatic change in our friendship we've kind of just accepted like oh if we could reconnect after that like obviously we care about each other Mm -hmm. we don't have to get caught up on like responses and energy and like we don't get we don't trip up on like those tiny like sensitive things anymore we've kind of just like accepted that
0: (laughs) we're like we're you know we're here yeah i also think the last time i made this friendship kind of because there have been times where i was like i'm not talking to her anymore and she's not talking to me anymore and like one of us initiated this last time I made a big boo-boo and (laughs) I it was also with Dylan like me just making him my whole entire world and me getting involved in places I didn't need to involve myself in because I feel like we are fixers and we want to fix everyone in our life and Mm -hmm. we want to fix every single problem that someone has and that's also a it can be a
1: good thing but also a very terrible thing I think it's a codependent thing yeah when you have two people who are like that then both people are draining their energy on each other and it's not healthy. Yeah.
0: Nope. So now we're going to go into questions because you guys have a lot and they're very good. And for my podcast, I just want to jump into more than just like fitness and stuff. I want to go into all aspects of life because I think, With health and fitness health is also mental health physical health all that good stuff so we're gonna start off with the first question and i'm gonna let lily go first and the first question
1: is how to let go of someone you love Okay. So I think this is something that I'm definitely like still figuring out because it's so difficult and it is like a hard process. Like it's not something that's fun and easy. And like there are some days where you're like, oh, I'm completely fine. I'm over it. And then like you see something and you're like down bad for the rest of the day. But I think something that um, like really, I really had to keep in mind with my last breakup was like allowing myself to like create a version of myself that wasn't attached to them or just remembering that like I'm still me without them like Mm. my identity isn't dependent on them because I think when you love someone and you're in an intimate relationship like whether it be friendship or you know like romantic relationship there are so many things that like you guys share and maybe you watch the same shows and maybe you listen to the same music And then it's almost like you're grieving those parts of yourself also, because you feel like you're losing it once you lose that person. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just had to like force myself to push past that. And like, I don't know, I just remember like, (laughs) like watching New Girl, like finishing New Girl, because that was a show that I had watched with my ex-boyfriend. Like it was super scary for me to finish that show because I was like, this feels like it shouldn't just be my favorite show. Like it was yeah. our favorite show, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to finish new girl because I like new girl. And like, I can like yeah. new girl on my own. And um, yeah, just kind of like giving yourself that space and just like letting yourself fully develop outside of them and just kind of, like, reclaiming those things that both of you shared as being things that are just yours and, like, just being your own person. Still. Yeah. Um, and just, like, really diving into, like, your own hobbies and You know, I think that like when you go through breakups, you look up breakup advice and it's so focused on the other person, like like what you should do about the other person and like the thoughts that you should have processing the other person. Mm -hmm. But it was really helpful for me to like shift my perspective back to myself and like what I need to do for myself and just allowing me to like sit alone and, you know, just kind of like have some some old good introspection. Yeah, that's good.
0: I think you've done really well of letting go of... It's not, per se, like, kicking him out or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, letting go of that, what was once a relationship and just letting go of it. Because it's, like, they're not in your life anymore. And it's not going to change because of the decisions that were made. And how are we going to cope with that
1: afterwards? Right. And I think, too, like... Like, at first, I was trying to, like, shut it out completely and just have that mentality of, like, oh, I'll do better on my own. Like, I don't need anyone. And that was almost, like, more destructive in the long run because they still exist somewhere in the world, you know? And there will still be things that are always, like, tied to them. So I think I had to learn eventually that I just have to accept that, like, they're always going to exist and I'm always going to exist. And, like... I will still be okay and there's nothing in my current environment right now that's harming me, like, mm-hmm. in this present moment. And that's completely fine. Like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. That's good.
0: Okay. I think I'll jump into my answer because I think we have a little bit of a different mm-hmm. perspective. Uh, my last relationship, I prepared myself, I think, a couple months beforehand. Like, I just had gut feelings and everything was just going wrong. And I was just staying in it to stay in it because that's what felt normal and that's what felt like everyday life was to be treated and loved the way I was supposedly being loved, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so to let go of that, I think once the breakup happened, it hit me really hard because I don't I didn't expect it and I had brought it up. And when it was time to just like let go, it was like the hardest thing ever because I didn't have like anything else planned for myself. Like, I had plans for me and that person, Mm -hmm. not just me and myself. And so, for letting go, I think I definitely dove into deleting a lot of stuff. I had to delete everything, Mm -hmm. even though I'm the person that likes keeping text and likes keeping all that stuff to look back on. And I had deleted everything to just not just romanticize what was and, like, what it, like, had been. And... I, I don't know. Letting go is just weird to me. I don't really even know when you let go, like, officially. Yeah. That's why I think it's confusing for me, and I don't think it's as assertive as you are right now because you're like, <laughs> this happened, this happened, and I'm doing this. Yeah. And, like, for me, I felt like I don't even know the moment I let go, really. Mm-hmm. I think it just happened, and it happened over time, and people just need to give themselves time. Give yourself time to grieve because grieving is okay, and people think it's, like, bad to, like, cry over a person, and people... Right get like told that they're being dramatic or whatever, but they're not. Like We're young and we love people really hard when we're young Mm -hmm. and we make them our whole entire lives. So letting them go is obviously going to be hard. So it definitely took time for me. I think mostly my advice is to, like Lily said, find yourself as a person and not with that person, but also making sure you're letting yourself grieve, making sure you're not just going back at pictures and stuff because even though people say you can keep pictures as memories, it's really just that person's not in your life anymore. And if that person does come in your life again, then you can make new memories because there's no point of holding on to the ones that were and all that.
1: Yeah. I really like what you said about like um like letting yourself grieve because I think like with what I was saying about how I was like forcing myself and then it kind of did the opposite. Mm-hmm. I think you still Like, I refused to delete pictures at first. Uh, Like, I wanted to hold on. Yeah. And I think, like, I think that can be healthy. Like, I think because how you said, like, letting go, there's no specific moment where you know. It's kind of just like this gradual thing. So, I think if you allow yourself to grieve and like sit with that, and like, you do kind of have to sit in the memories for a second, you know, because that's where you, that's where you like exert all of that sadness and heartache Mm -hmm. and that you can't reach the point of like okay i'm ready to delete the pictures if you don't like do that first if you Mm -hmm. don't like go through that grieving and go through that like full heartache which is really difficult to do and yeah. like at first I was like playing the like fake it till you make it thing where yeah. I was like constantly posting on Instagram about how happy I was and you yeah. know just and like, that crashes and burns real quick yes it does so like you just have to like give yourself so much grace grace and just like remind yourself that like there's no there's no deadline for it yeah. like you're not in a rush it mm-hmm. might take a long time but that's totally fine like that it's supposed to
0: yeah you know? I think I ignored it a lot I also, like, I cried a lot at night and stuff, but I ignored it in the day, and I slowly just started talking to someone, because I did after that. After that relationship, I did find someone else, and it was pretty quick. Like, it was quicker than most people would think is okay, and I don't like when people get judged for that, because it's just, Mm -hmm. like, we all, like, find someone at a weird time, and mine happened to be, like, right after my relationship where I found a person that I liked, yeah. and it was hard to go through the grieving process with also starting to love this other person yeah. because it sometimes clashed and I sometimes got confused, but, like, I think that actually helped having someone get me through the grieving process, mm-hmm. and it made me go through it quicker, and I, as I said, I let go of the relationship kind of while we were dating just because... It wasn't what I dreamed of a relationship and what I hoped a relationship would be. Mm-hmm. And I think my relationship's a lot better than what it was. And there are still times where I fall. But, like, letting go is just, like I said, it doesn't happen. And you don't know really when it happens. Mm-hmm. I think one day you'll know when it actually happened. But, like, I don't think I'll know for a
1: long time when I actually let go of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because I think that like being in love is such like a complex, weird thing. Yeah. So it's like, how could you put rules on that? You know, like, how could you say like when something is too soon or, you know, Yeah, I think if you fully know yourself and how because everyone grieves differently. Like you could mm-hmm. you could go into like a, a strong relationship right after. Yeah. And you could still let yourself grieve at the
0: All right. Moving on to our next question. It is how do you make relationships last or our relationships. Um, I'll go first on this one. So I've had three relationships, one two months, one uh, like a year and something, and now a year and six months that I've been in. And I think my relationship right now is the best one. Well, obviously it's the best one I've ever been in. And I think what makes it last is definitely communication, even though that's such a like, basic thing to say it's like oh we communicate that's why we like we're so good together Mm -hmm. like honestly like we don't have the best communication at times and then we wait too long to communicate so I think definitely with making relationships last, do you want communication that is frequent and not something that is like every so often that you guys end up exploding while communicating and with that also making sure that going on dates. I think going on dates is so important and I don't feel like people think dates are as important as much as they are. I think dates are a really fun thing to go do because you get excited still. Mm -hmm. I still get excited when my boyfriend's like, oh, let's go to this place and let's get ready and go do this. And I'm like, yeah, let's go do that because that sounds fun and I'm excited to go with you. And also I think it's just reminding each other how much you love them or still giving them random compliments and just all around making them feel loved, I, I think that's my advice because I feel like everyone's relationships are
1: different. So mm. what do you have to say? Um, okay. So I've been in, I've talked to a lot of people, <laughs> but <laughs> I've been in two serious relationships and they were about like a year, year and a half each. Um, and I think like, for me at least, um, the most important thing for me was like friendship. Which sounds kind of cheesy, but, like, like you just have to have a good foundation, and I think, like, Mm -hmm. you really have to be aware of what you're building the relationship off of, because there have been times where I've tried to initiate a relationship or someone else has tried to initiate one, but it's built on, like what are you going to give me and what am I going to give you? Yeah. And it's not really built on like, oh, we share similar interests. We have similar personalities. Like it's more of just like blindly wanting to commit to someone and not being fully present for who they are. Yeah. So I think for me, like friendship has always been a really big part of it. And just like having something outside of the romance, you know, because then when you're not with each other you still have things to talk about and like you can still have fun together and I think that goes back to like what you're saying about dates you know it's like you're still going out and doing something like it can't fully be romance that's fueling your relationship because a relationship is more than just like the Mm -hmm. butterflies because eventually like you're gonna get past the honeymoon stage well I know I said like I don't have best friends
0: but I do consider my boyfriend as my best friend because that's who I see almost every other day and both of my relationships actually have been from friendships. And mm-hmm. when I've told people, no, we're
1: just friends, and then we end up dating. Right. That's the two longest relationships I've been in. Yeah, me too. Exactly. Like, it wasn't, I mean, my second one wasn't even intentional. It was kind of the same thing where it was like, mm-hmm. we had just been hanging out. We went yeah. to concerts together, like, did things that we both genuinely enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all of a sudden, like, hey, I think I'm in love with you. Yeah. That's- <laughs> which I think is the best. I think it's so like, like that's when like you just fall so hard for each other when it's like, you're not forcing anything. It's just, yeah. And it always
0: comes at like the most unexpected times. Like me and Dylan were coworkers. Our thing, what we were, we we worked (laughs) at a yacht club and our thing was to go to Steak and Shake or Denny's and get milkshakes And then, like, one random day, like, after Denny's, it just happened, you know? Mm -hmm. It was just like, oh, we like each other. And then it's like, we were friends before, and now we're lovers. So I think the hardest part is, like, how do you love someone that you were friends with, you know? (laughs) You're just like, how do you turn that, like, romantic? Mm -hmm. But it's actually pretty easy. It it turns into something that... Is it easy for you?
1: I mean, (laughs) I'm just gonna say, whatever is supposed to happen will happen. Yeah, yeah. I guess Um, so. Yeah. And I think for me personally, because of Mm. how I am with my personality, a really important thing for keeping it going after you get that romance and like that emotional high, like once I come down for that is like not keeping my expectations low, but not having like super, super high expectations for what it's supposed to be. Like you kind of do just have to go with the flow. But that's where communication comes in because then going with the flow is okay because you're both Mm -hmm. communicating to each other like what you expect from each other. Yeah. But there have been times where I've like approached a relationship and I get those butterflies and like, oh, we're friends but now we're lovers. So like I just think that it's supposed to be like this perfect like movie scenario. Yeah. And then when it doesn't end up that way, then I'm so disappointed in it and I'm just like distraught and I'm like hopeless about it. Mm -hmm. So I think for me just having that like balance of like – like, we know where this is going, but I'm not I'm not going to push it any faster than it has to go. Yeah. It, so the question
0: was, how to get your relationship to last? I also forgot to say, you need space. Yeah. Even <laughs> though I hate space because I associate space with someone not liking me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because of, like, past relationships. Like I said, there was a relationship where... I hung out with that person, I think, once during the summer and once maybe every month, and then seeing that person randomly at the store or something. It's like, you're my boyfriend, and we've been dating for over a year, and we see each other maybe once every month. Mm -hmm. And now that I have a boyfriend that I could see every day, I think I got scared of having space because it was like, I don't want to have space with this person because I'm scared it's going to end up like the last one, which also becomes bad because. Too much distance apart, not good. Too much time together, also not good. Yeah.
1: I think I would say, like, like, I think a a really good word for what you're saying is, like, interdependence instead of Mm -hmm. codependence. Because my last relationship we were really codependent and we didn't even see each other that often because he lived pretty far away. So I think you can be codependent without even seeing each other every day. Mm-hmm. Like I think just being like, like talking to each other all the time and being but like, there can be an emotional codependence too. Yeah. So I think like, like space in any capacity can be a good thing because then you're not so emotionally tied to each other. To where you feel like you can't live without each other. Because I think that to an extreme is not healthy. Because then he ended up going to college. And that was the (laughs) downfall of our relationship. Because we loved each other so much. That like when he moved away. We did not know how to function properly. Mm -hmm. And some people can do long distance. And I think that it's the like interdependent people. Who like know how to still exist on their own. But also just enjoy their time. Like with their significant other. Yeah. I'd say that too. I just, I
0: don't know why I hate space so much, but like, obviously, I know the other person, like, I know my boyfriend's intentions aren't ill. So obviously, I have to get mm. used to having space and having it be healthy. It's just because when you take something out of your last relationship and put that fear into your new relationship, yeah, then you're kind of expecting the person you're dating now to like fail. Yeah. You're like, oh, this person hurt me so i expect you to hurt me in this way so this is how i'm going to change stuff up but then that person gets annoyed because they're like i'm not the last person i'm a whole different person right. so like don't associate me with them in your last relationship with us because
1: our relationship is different yeah so yeah space is really important yeah and what you just said like going back to the question like how can you make it last just like freeing yourself of that comparison, like mm-hmm. just comparison in general. Yeah. Like I would always compare myself to like exes or yes. like, like girlfriends and, you mm-hmm. know, like platonic relationships that yeah. he had, which then that envy kind of just like eats you up. So I yeah. think that comes along with like healthy interdependence too. Like if you're interdependent, you won't feel the need to like compare it to past, present or future anything, you know, like you're just there together and mm-hmm. you're enjoying that. Yeah. Yeah
0: i definitely agree with that i also just want to say that like like you said if you're constantly i don't think guys are very fond of when you bring up (laughs) so if you want to last i don't think you should bring up their past relationships (laughs) because they hate it like i think okay so dylan went Dylan has only had one serious girlfriend, and that is me. He has dated one girl in 8th grade, so should (laughs) we count that? I don't know. But like, he had went on a date, I think, in 10th grade with a girl Mm -hmm. to the movies and bought each other chocolate chip cookies from this place at the mall. Mm -hmm. And I always... We pass it, and I'm like, so (laughs) you went and got chocolate chip cookies with this girl and went to the movies here? And he's like, that was literally... Four years yeah, ago. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, what does she look like?
1: Oh my goodness. But yeah,
0: yeah. I guess for like how to make it last, space, n- stop comparing yourself to other people in their past lives, unless mm-hmm. they're doing something <laughs> to make you feel like that. <laughs> you, like, you should be. Like they're maybe saying, like, oh, my ex looked like this. Be like, why? Do yeah, you want me to look like that? It? Yeah. Do you want me to look yeah. like this other girl? Yeah. But other than that, no comparison just like healthy yeah just healthy
1: yeah and just building a friendship and being open Mm -hmm. with each other and not I don't know it's really hard for me to let go of anxiety in a relationship yes but I think like like I think it's okay to have those anxieties sometimes because it's obviously if you're like that it's really like you can't, you can't just take it when someone tells you, like, don't be anxious. Like, it's hard to move past yeah. that. But I think it's healthy to not always vocalize that to the other person. Because if you're constantly vocalizing those anxieties, then that's what your relationship becomes, yeah you know? So, like, you kind of just have to, like, sit with it and let yourself move past it on your own sometimes. Mm-hmm. But also, like sometimes be vocal about it, but in a productive way. Like, Hey, I'm feeling this way. Can I get some reassurance? Not yeah. in a way that's like projecting it onto them yes. and being like the girl from 10th grade. Like, tell me that you love me right yeah. now. And you don't love her. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we have our last question here and I'm going to go first with this. And it is advice for social anxiety, public speaking slash making friends. Um, First of all, I don't really have advice for, like, public speaking, but I'm sure Lily will, so I'll just wait. <laughs> but um, my e- advice for making friends, because I used to have lots of friends, and not saying that, like, oh, I just don't have any friends now. I just have chosen to, like, just keep a small circle and not really have a lot of friends. But when I did, in high school, make a lot of friends, I think the first thing I did was follow them on Instagram. I found people that, like, followed my mutual friends and then followed more mutuals and then just kind of looked at the schools around me and was like, okay, I'm going to start following those people. And honestly, I would just start liking their Instagram posts and like commenting on them. We would comment back and forth on each other, end up DMing each other being like, hey, you seem really cool. We should hang out sometime, blah, blah, blah. And that's honestly how I made a lot of my friends and like a big circle in high school. And there were times where I was hanging out with, like, groups of friends that I didn't even think I was going to be a part of, and I just kind of got into it. Like, I went to football games for different schools Mm -hmm. just because I knew groups there, and they were expecting to see me there. So I think the first thing is just, like, being very open to them because I like to unleash all of my personality and all everything that i have on them the first day to see if they can handle it mm-hmm. and kind of just make friends from there i think being yourself is really a huge thing because honestly if you act like an extrovert and then all of a sudden crash
1: It's Mm -hmm. like you
0: showed that you were an extrovert and now you're not. And you just actually want to stay to yourself. You kind of just have to find those people you mix with and Mm -hmm. just being open to different people and figuring out what you like to do with people, find those people that like to do the same things as you and just kind of bond over that. Because I definitely had a lot of friends in high school, but we did not have a lot of things in common. And now the friends that I have now, more of us have stuff in common and it kind of just works uh and also for social anxiety i think i definitely have social anxiety when i'm out by myself mm-hmm. like when i just put my headphones in to be honest mm-hmm. uh, even though that can be unsafe sometimes so be safe if you're doing that look at your surroundings yeah. <laughs> if you have your headphones in um but yeah i don't have the best advice for the rest of this question so Lily it. is going it. to take over
1: <laughs> so andrea andrea knows she can she can vouch for me here I'm a very anxious person, especially in social settings. There have been multiple times where I have to ask you, will you order for me? Or no, I'm too scared to. Like one time we were at Starbucks and I needed a cup of ice and I refused to like go up there and ask them for a cup of ice. (laughs) And you were like, no, just go ask them. It's not that difficult. And I was like, you don't understand like how scary this is for me. Um, So to the person who asked this question, you're not alone. I definitely like I feel you on this. It's been very hard for me to push past this. And like I had to take a public speech class in college. It was horrifying. But I think my advice for this, um, even though I'm definitely still learning, is just to put yourself in small situations That will allow failure, but, like, failure in a way that won't completely humiliate you and, like, leave you feeling super insecure. So, like, talking to the person at the drive-thru and, like, initiating conversations with, like, the cashier at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And just, like, those tiny things that will build up your confidence and, like, prove to yourself, like, oh, that interaction was totally fine. Like, I can do this on a smaller scale. And then eventually you'll, like, build that confidence for, like, bigger situations Because if you don't let yourself, like, feel some of that embarrassment, you're never going to adjust to the embarrassment. Because for me, social Mm -hmm. anxiety was always, like, the fear of being humiliated or, like, saying the wrong thing. Yeah. So once I experienced that embarrassment then I kind of adjust to it and then it's not as scary. Like now I know that like if I have an awkward interaction at work, then I just brush it off and I move past it. Yeah. And now I don't like lay awake at night thinking about like the time that I said like you too, to the person who said, Oh like, yeah. Oh, enjoy your food or whatever, you yeah. know? Um, and I think for making friends, um, that's also been difficult for me just because like, I tend to be more introverted and like shy. Yeah. But I think like, This was my first year at college um, and just like reaching out to people was really hard because of the pandemic. But there was like the Christian group at my school who I was kind of getting involved in. Mm -hmm. And there were multiple nights where I cried on the way home Mm -hmm. because I was like super insecure about like, did that go as well as I wanted it to? But I think like approaching those situations where you're meeting new people it's really important to put the focus on like, okay, my goal is to get to know other people. Yeah. And if you shift your perspective of like, I'm not going to try to prove myself, making new friends is about like learning more about others. Mm -hmm. Then that takes the pressure off of yourself of like performing. And then when you fail and you like embarrass yourself, then it's not as big of a deal because your main goal isn't to like come across as like the the fanciest like coolest person you know you kind of just have to like humble yourself and just approach those situations as like a like a learning experience you're just trying to get to know other people Mm -hmm. you know i think that's where we have a difference and i just noticed that now because i'm like
0: (laughs) oh me and lily are the same and then i'm like oh wait i don't feel like i'm that introverted Uh and i feel like I don't even notice when you're introverted sometimes because I just take a hold for you. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, let's do this. And You then, steer the
1: boat for me. sure. Yeah. And I just,
0: <laughs> I feel like I've always been like that. Yeah. Whether it be in like relationships or not. Like I do have anxiety, but I definitely have anxiety in different ways where mm-hmm. like I never show anyone. And I feel like sometimes you can see on Lily's face, she's nervous. Yeah. <laughs> so like I will be like super just like myself and like don't care unapologetically. Dedically myself in front of people and I won't shy away from it until like I'm by myself and I'm like, "Well, I'm such an idiot. I'm Mm -hmm. like so dumb. Like, why did I say that? And then just kind of brush it off. But like, I feel like an introvert person that is more hyper-focused on that Mm -hmm. will think about it for like every single conversation they have. They're like, I don't want to screw up like last time. Yes.
1: Yeah. Like when we're in that moment, that's where our anxieties play Mm -hmm. out. And that, I think that's why introverts are known as like the people for being like in the corner at the party, you know, like there are so many times where I've sat out on conversations because I'm afraid, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think with
0: that's why it's good to have two perspectives because I could be like oh this is what you should do and then you have Lily over here and I'm like oh wait I don't think it's maybe it's not that easy to make friends for some people because I have anytime there was a hard time in my life I was like okay I'm gonna make this better for myself and I'm gonna do this and even though I was insecure I was like okay I'm not gonna show anyone I'm insecure and I'm gonna show everyone that I do have all these friends and that they like me because I am funny and stuff and all of this, even though I was still insecure and had anxiety, I just don't have it in the same way that someone else could. Right. And yeah. we do have similarities, but I just noticed that like,
1: <laughs> they're actually very different yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I think we operate really different in social settings for mm-hmm. sure. I think I'm yeah. definitely like the shy, embarrassed I don't know. Like, at football games, you were, like, walking around to everyone, mm-hmm. and I was just, like, in the back, in the middle of the crowd, like, only talking to you. I was, like, hey, you. Lily,
0: and you're, like, Cut. Or I would be,
1: like, texting me, like, when are you going to get here? I'm, like, here all oh, by myself. Yeah. I was, like,
0: wait, girl, I'm on my way. Yeah. <laughs> I'd show up. And I feel, like, with you, you need to show up early so, like, no one else can see you walk. In front of everyone. Yeah. Or I need to walk
1: in with someone. Yeah. Like, I'll show up and I'll wait for someone else to walk mm-hmm. in. So I know I'm not the only person who's coming in awkwardly. Yeah. You know? Or like, like you said, what are you wearing today? Yeah. And I'm like, girl, I just worked out. I'm yeah. just going to
0: wear my sweats.
1: Yeah. But like...
0: I think I would have, like, if L- Lily was all dressed up and I came in sweats, I'd be like, okay, but, like, how Lily thinks, she's like, oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, we both need to be dressed yep. up right now. Yep, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why? Yeah. What's going
1: on? Yeah, I just get caught up on, like, all the little details mm-hmm. about, like, am I going to match this setting? Am I going to mesh with these people? Mm-hmm. Like, But you're still, like, things.
0: way more confident than a lot of people, mm-hmm. and that's what's weird to me, is that you are very, <laughs> like, shy and, like, have so much social anxiety with people, But, like, yet you – when we would take pictures, I hated getting my picture taken. Uh I, like, secretly loved it, but I also hated it Mm -hmm. because I would overthink the picture. I would, like,
1: laugh too much and be like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I feel awkward. Yeah. Like, our confidence plays out in different ways almost. Yeah,
0: because, like – you have confidence and you don't try to act like you have confidence. And I'm like, I'm trying to act like I have confidence right now Uh and I'm overdoing it to the point where like, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. But like people don't really notice it until they're like alone with me or either like, like in big settings, I don't let myself be caught slipping. I'm like,
1: (laughs) okay, time to put on a show. Yeah. And I think for me in those big settings, like even though I am a confident person, you approach it in a way that it's like, I need to appear confident where for me, it's like, I know I'm going to be insecure in this situation. So I'm just going to stay out of it. Yeah. (laughs) I have to be the mysterious
0: one. I've always (laughs) seen Lily as the mysterious one, which I was always like, man, my, cause she was so, she still has her Instagram, like perfect. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't have my Instagram perfect. And that's why I want her to edit like my YouTube videos and stuff, because I'm like, I like, I'm artistic, but we are artistic in different ways. That's what's so weird about us. And it's just like, I love photography, but I don't know about photography as much as you. And I love drawing mm-hmm. and I know how to do it. And I taught myself,
1: but like right. you kind of just do your own little doodles and then Right. Done. But then I look at you and like your whole social media gig and like, I'll look at your Instagram and I think the same thing. I'm like, she just has a brand, you know, like yeah. I can look at something and be like, oh, that's Andrea, you know? Yeah. And like, that's what I really wish I could have. And I feel like I don't have that sometimes. Yeah. I, I can't dress that. So like, But you have a look, though. You have a look. I
0: have a look, but like, still be, I'm still like, I hate, like, I would always look at your pants and I'd be like, wow, she has such cute, like, mom jeans or whatever. And I have the one pair of mom shorts that I will not (laughs) give up. And I tried to look for them everywhere. They're, they're like not even making them anymore. And I looked on eBay, too. Uh huh. And I was hurt.
1: (laughs) You looked "Uh, on eBay. You were about to bid. I was desperate.
0: And I was like, because this one brand, they're like Levi's, mm. like they're cute on some people, but they're so stiff that I just don't feel comfortable. Yeah. And, and there's the Sonoma brand, and the Sonoma brand is w- where it's at. Like uh-huh. everyone's like, where'd you get them? And I was like, at the thrift store. Like when people are like, oh, I got it at the thrift store. Yeah. I'm like, I literally got <laughs> these at the thrift store. I, and I don't try on clothes. Uh huh. Do you try on clothes? In the thrift store? Anywhere. Oh, anywhere? I never try on clothes. Really? I will for sure. I, yeah. I, t- I tell myself it's too much of a waste of time. I hate if I, if it's like a closed knit one, I feel like weird and I just like, I can't do this. I'm
1: just looking uh, at it and then I just take it with me. For me, it's more work to get it and then not have it fit and then bring it back, you know, like that's yeah. why I would just try it on. And- for some
0: reason it always fits and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> this is good. But then there's no like pieces to it. But I feel like we definitely got off track. Yeah, we definitely uh, did. (laughs) Let's bring it back around. (laughs) So in perspective, obviously, people will see social anxiety, public speaking and making friends in a different way. Mm -hmm. So like you saw me, I don't really see the same way that Lily does because we are two opposite people. And that's okay. You kind of just have to find the people that you're alike or people that you're not alike, but you can still find the similarities in each other where you're like we are kind of like each other we just have different things yeah
1: so yeah finding friends like that is really good and just reminding yourself like you're not the only person yeah. like, there have been so many times where I've been in a group setting and then I leave the party or whatever like overthinking and then I end up talking to someone about it later and they're like oh no don't worry like I felt awkward too yeah and that just makes me feel so much better mm-hmm. you know so like when this person asked this question I was like thank goodness something that I like actually you know like I yeah. genuinely struggle with this every day yeah yeah and I've I done that I've done that with uh
0: Dylan where we go to our church meetups or whatever, we have like a what's it called? Young adults like yeah. meeting for church. And we go there. Everyone's married. hmm Everyone's pregnant. hmm and or they're just like have their life career already ahead of them they're and graduated college yeah. and they're doing their rent and i'm like yeah. and then me and dylan get in the car we're like Oof. <laughs> going back to our parents house right. where we live <laughs> and not paying bills not engaged or married or mm-hmm. pregnant mm-hmm. blessing i don't want to get pregnant right now yeah. but yeah, yeah you see what i mean but yeah thanks yeah. for the question that was a great question yes, thank you All right. So we had a lot of great questions. We talked about a friendship today. And now we're going to end off with basically the name of this podcast, Coffee
1: Talk with Drea. We're going to talk to Lily about how she started to like coffee. (laughs) Andrea holds this above my head. All of the time, every time I say something about coffee, she says, you only like it because of me. Because I really do only like it because of her. So we went on a study date once Mm -hmm. when Starbucks, went back when you could like sit in Starbucks. R.I.P. And um, she got a venti vanilla latte. And you Mm -hmm. got something substituted, like a sugar. Like, I (laughs) I don't know. I was like, what did I get? I got a venti sugar-free vanilla latte yes it was sugar-free yep and you were like take a sip of this don't worry it's not bitter like this is the sweet one you know like this is a sweet like sugary latte yeah and I tasted it and I was probably I probably said something snappy like no I'm not gonna like it but I tried it and my whole world yeah you literally were silent and I was like "Yup," and I was like
0: but get it without the sugar-free and then you're like okay and then you got it and
1: you've gotten it like every time. I like that is what I get at Starbucks every single time. Sometimes I'll try something different. Like lately I've been getting the white mocha. Yeah, I knew it cuz
0: I saw your Instagram post and I zoomed in on it and I saw the little rim of white and I was like, "You got a white <laughs> chocolate
1: mocha." She Like I, on the bottom where the yes, syrup is. Yeah, yes. and I was like,
0: "That's a white chocolate mocha right there." Yes. And it's
1: good. Yeah, it's good. And then um I listened to the episode with Dylan where he was talking about his because he gets the white chocolate mocha and then he said he gets the double shot on ice. And that's what I get when I need like a really strong pick me up. I'll get Mm. that because that's like straight up like espresso. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ever since then I've been drinking the vanilla latte. And I like it hot or iced. I'm fine with either one. Uh, It just depends on the weather outside. (laughs) (laughs) It just depends on the weather outside. Um, but yeah, I never liked coffee. It was just like too bitter. But then Andrea put me on to like the sugary Starbucks flavors. People hate on sugar.
0: People be like, you only need black coffee. And like no hate against black coffee because if my friend danny is listening to this he came at me and said well some people like black coffee so i guess i guess there are people out there that like black coffee which is understood that they're probably in retirement homes but oh i'm <laughs> no but like i just don't like black coffee but no hate against you guys because you guys are probably like well why does everyone like sugary coffee so yeah. note taken I think now I'll, I'll hold my ground and keep my mouth shut
1: yeah I think now because of you because you got me started on the sugar stuff I've expanded since then like I can drink any caffeine now any yeah. capacity like as long as I'm getting the the caffeine in my system yep. like I'm good you know I can drink black coffee iced coffee hot <sighs> coffee well I do like hot lattes but just
0: I haven't even I don't think I had one in, actually I did have one in 2020 I'm so <laughs> overdramatic yes I had one but like <laughs> I definitely recommend for myself iced coffee always. Yeah. I mean, to
1: each their own. You guys can drink whatever you want. Yeah, no
0: hate because that video one time where I got, I put Nutella in my drink, I literally got annihilated in the comments. (laughs) So I'll just, I'll just mind my own. You guys just do whatever you want. (laughs) Drink whatever you want. If you like black coffee, Danny, that's okay.
1: Yeah. I won't hate. We're just here to say what we like personally.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank
1: you for coming on today, Lily. Thanks for having me. So plug yourself. Yes. Once again, um, my Instagram is maywa, M-A-E-W-A with an underscore. And then you can find me on YouTube and SoundCloud without the underscore. It's just maywa. Just maywa. And that's going to be all of my music stuff, all of my my artsy creative projects that Andrea and I built a friendship (laughs) off of. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening this week. And I can't wait to see you guys next week have a good day. Also, remember to rate and review this podcast. We have over 70 ratings now, which is amazing. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you all and all your ratings. And yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.